Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here on RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's time to cross over to San Diego for this week's instalment of our Girl Gone Blind. It's only the fabulous Maria Johnson. Hello, you. Oh, good morning. How are you, Jill? I'm very, very well, thank you. How are you this week? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I like how you said it's our next installment. Like we <laughs> we have this <laughs> huge, long book going, which, you know, it is kind of a big, long book. Well, <laughs> we yes, could... it is. It's the next chapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we could put these all into one book, oh, man, that would be a bestseller. <laughs> Listen, can you imagine the outtakes? Mm, oh, see, that's what I want to hear. That's what people, you know, I've had people say, that's the good stuff. That's what we want to hear. And I go, oh, well, we haven't put together the outtakes yet. Yeah, some of them are not so broadcastable at this time of day, but uh, never mm. mind. Listen, I know that uh, you have been to Washington recently. And, you know, I'm always kind of talking about the fact that I love going on holiday. And a lot of people will ask me, Maria, why do I bother going to different places when I can't see them? Why don't I just go back to the same place all the time, somewhere that I've been when I could see so that I know kind of what my surroundings look like? Do you ever get that? Yes, I have. And when I've visited places like Washington, D.C. or Seattle, people say, well, what do you do there? I mean, do you, you know, do you sightsee or how do you enjoy the surroundings? And I tell them, uh, I've actually found many ways to enjoy the sightseeing, if you will, and the hustle and bustle and the sounds of the city. And I think it's pretty enjoyable, but I'm going to tell you, Jill, in the very, very early stages of my vision loss, I remember exactly where I was sitting. I remember the day that I saw a friend of mine post that she was having a lovely time in Ireland and it was so gorgeous and green and beautiful and all of that. And I, I literally lost it because I thought I'll never be able to do that. I'll never travel. I'll never travel to enjoy a new place. And I've never even been to Europe, Jill. So I thought, you know, what's the point? I can't see anything. So what's the point of traveling? And that was really, really upsetting to me. Oh, I bet it was, Maria. I mean, I think, you know, I, the similar things went through my head when I lost my sight because, I mean, I was traveling at the time and, you know, I'd just become an air hostess and I was loving kind of dotting about all over the place and I just spent a lot of time living in Switzerland. I was a big traveler before I lost my sight, but, you know, that never, ever stopped me from traveling after I lost my sight because I think when people said to me, why are you bothering to go away and I think well okay so I can't see where I'm going but at the same time I can experience the the different smells the sounds the hustle and bustle of a street in New York sounds completely different to the hustle and bustle of the streets of Marrakesh you know and, and these are all places I've been since I've lost my sight I've been all over the world and I've been so lucky to be able to travel but there's something different about every country and whether that be the smells or the sounds or the people or the ambience of the place or, or the heat, the weather, you know, it doesn't matter. It's all different and it's all an experience for me and it's an experience I wouldn't miss for the world. Obviously, I'd love my sight back. Obviously, I'd love to be able to see the beautiful things that people describe to me when I'm on holiday, but I can't. So instead of being upset about it, I take what I can take from it, which is all of the things that I mentioned before. 
I don't think you have to see to be able to enjoy a holiday. I think it's a huge part of enjoying your holiday if you can see, because obviously, you know, you're going to take in the sights, you're going sightseeing. But when you can't sightsee, you've got no choice, then you do take other things from your holiday. Well, you just described basically using your other senses to enjoy the experience of traveling and vacations. And when I travel to, you know, different other parts of the States, I've come to realize that I need to sightsee, quote unquote, differently. And so what I do now is go on tours and things of that nature that are very audible, that you have people describing things to the crowd or to the people in the double-decker bus or whatever it is. And they're describing where we're going, what we're seeing. You know, maybe they've got a little comedy going on, so it makes it fun. And I have found that if I can find a tour like that, then I'm in because I can absolutely get the feel and what's surrounding me by the tour guide's descriptions, which are, you know, are usually pretty good because they're very familiar with the city or wherever you're going. It's about who you're with as well, Jill. That's where you start to make the switch. You turn the switch to say, I am going to enjoy the beauty of the experience, not so much the surroundings. And that's what was happening. And I realized that is how it's going to be And at first I was, you know, of course, upset because not the same as it was. But once you settle into that thought process, you do become okay with it. And that brings me to a quick blog that I just put out a week or two ago. And actually it was written by a gal who also has LHON like myself. And her family had recently um, lost the mother and they decided to take a family vacation to kind of get away from it all and kind of rebond and reconnect as a family. She went to Hawaii. Of course, we all know Hawaii is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. And she reflected back when she got home and she talked about the beauty of the vacation and not one thing she talked about had to do with landscape or the ocean or any of that. It had to do with how her family sat together every night and had dinner and laughed and reconnected to bring their family together. She talked about how she could hear her dad laughing She hadn't heard him laugh in months because of her, you know, mother's passing. She heard her brothers having a great time with the dolphins. And those were the beautiful things of her vacation. And the most beautiful thing she said was they were able to bring sand, that beautiful white beach sand home, and they were able to sprinkle it on her mother's grave. And she said that was the biggest piece of beauty that she got from the vacation. And again, it had nothing to do with her sight. It's incredible. And actually, the way you describe it and the way she's described it, it just sounds incredible. It really does. And it kind of reminds me of a lot of things. I mean, when you were saying about, you know, it depends who you go on holiday with. It's so true. I remember just after losing my sight, I went on holiday with my family, you know, my brother, my sister, my mum and my stepfather. And uh, I remember thinking at the time that I was really missing out. I felt actually quite childlike and quite jealous. And every time they talked about something that they had seen or, oh, look at that, or, oh, look, that looks amazing, or that's so pretty, or that's beautiful, it made me feel anger, jealousy, 
you know, I wanted them to hurt because I felt, you know, you're not understanding what I'm going through here. You're not being sensitive. And, you know, I actually, after a few days, thought the only person that is suffering here really is me. Everybody's having a great time in this holiday. Now, I can either give myself a kick at the backside and get on with it and just enjoy the holiday for what it is, or I can spend the rest of my time moping about, feeling jealous that I can't see what they're seeing. I know, I I kind of forgive myself in one respect because I was very new to blindness. So, of course, you know, I was longing to see the things that they saw, but I did kind of realise that nothing was going to change and, you know, this was going to be my holiday. I needed a bit of relaxation, I needed to enjoy it and I needed to not sort of go away and think, gosh, I really ruined that for myself. It does depend on who you're away with. I don't think if I'd been with friends, I would have felt as miserable, maybe not. But then I think my friends, you know, at the beginning when I was losing my sight were so incredible. They used to describe everything to me anyway. And I think, you know, at that point, my family had just forgotten a little bit or maybe they were a bit more used to it. So I completely agree with you in the respect that there's so many beautiful things that can be taken from a holiday. Well, I agree with everything you just said, because in the beginning stages for myself as well, and it could just be, you know, traveling out of town. It doesn't have to be, you know, going to some glorious, beautiful new place. It could just be maybe you're traveling to go see family in another city or something like that. And I do remember there were times where I literally would get so stuck in my own head about how angry and upset and sorry I felt for myself that I couldn't see what was going on, that I literally would start having a panic attack because I would just get myself so worked up and I'd have to excuse myself, you know, run to, you know, the women's room or another room and literally kind of get it out and then pick myself up and say, okay, all right, you know, you're better, you're good. Let's go back and try this again. And if anyone feels that or does that, that's totally normal, I think. I mean, it's it's expected because, again, until you make the switch, like you said, you can make the switch during a vacation or holiday. You can make the switch at an event. You know, maybe it's not starting out so good, you know, when you make the switch, like a concert or something where you can't see the performer, but you make the switch to just really hone in on the music and the voice. That's that switch that's really going to save you from a lot of heartache, anger, and being upset, and then ruining everything. As you just described, it doesn't come easy. And, you know, when it does, and when you're able to do it more consistently, it does make things a whole lot better. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be that easy that, you know, the rest of my life or the rest of your life, Jill, or for anybody listening, it's probably something we have to continuously be aware of. Each and every time we may travel or go to a new city, town, country, we have to be aware of of making that switch. Now, maybe people were born blind or blind from a very, very, very early age. That switch was made very young. But for folks who've lost vision at a later age, it's hard. It, It is hard. Oh, very, very much so. It really, really is. Can I tell you one of my favorite holiday memories from many years ago? Mm hmm. 
Yes, please. <laughs> I remember being in Barbados and I had this holiday romance. It was with a lovely man called John. We had been for lunch one day uh, to a nice hotel and we went out to the beach and we went down to a catamaran that was on the, the shore. Just one of these tiny little kind of two-seater catamaran things. And this guy came up to us and said, you know, do you want me to take you out? So John said, yeah, come on, we'll go out on the catamaran. So we did. And as we kind of sailed about, it was going so fast in the wind. And this guy was, you know, steering it. He was standing behind us and we were sitting flat on the kind of canvas. All of a sudden, the guy that was uh, steering the catamaran started jumping up and down and going, oh, my God, we need to go back. We need to go back. And I said, well, what's wrong? Um, and then he went, oh, my God, no, 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 no. This is amazing. And John and I were kind of like, what's going on? Now, the guy on the catamaran thought that he had seen sharks. So he was taking us back to the shore. But then he realized there were dolphins. And he was so excited because he said, oh, you too, you too, you're blessed. You brought the dolphins back to Barbados. He said, we haven't seen dolphins in five years in Barbados. And, you know, as he was saying this, one dolphin swam up front, right in front of the catamaran. And then there was two either side of us and two behind us. And oh. I leaned right over the side and I held on to this dolphin's fin and I started kind of stroking it. And even though it was keeping right up with us. And I always remember thinking that was the most incredible experience. Just the feeling of the dolphin. I can still feel it under my hand. You know, I can still feel it when I talk about it. I just love, love, love that. And, you know, living here in California, we have the beaches. And I remember going to the beach for the first time after I lost my sight. I was standing on the sand. I could hear the waves. I could smell it, the sea salt, you know, and just tears just started pouring down my face because I realized I'm not going to be able to see the ocean like I have been, you know, forever living in California. It was such a sad moment. But the next time I went, I had, you know, again, make the switch, make the switch. I went into the water, the waves were coming, you know, and we were splashing and I could feel the sand between my toes. I went for the touch and the feel and the sound. I went to the other senses. I was happier. I wasn't thrilled. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to be able to see it. But I was really happy that I I just had to enjoy it the another way. And I was doing that again. It's learned. It's so learned. And I'm still learning how to do that, you know, more and more often you went for the dolphin, you went for touching it. Now I would be freaking out, but you know, you went to touch it <laughs> and you learn, I want to feel what's here. You know, I, I can't see the dolphin, but I want to feel it. When you felt that dolphin, you're like, Oh my gosh. And you're picturing, cause we know what a dolphin looks like. Cause we had sight. You're like, Oh, the dolphin's right there. And you start to kind of melt into the beauty, if you will. It, you just melt. Oh, absolutely, Maria. And, you know, I love talking to you about your experiences and sharing mine with you. Thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing all those wonderful experiences with me today. Obviously, you are always updating your blog. It's brilliant. And people can find you in so many ways. Do you want to, uh, do you want to tell us at your blog address? Certainly. My blog is at girlgondeblind.com and you can find me on Facebook at Girl Gone Blind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind. Maria, you have a fabulous week and I can't wait to speak to you next Thursday here on The Morning Mix. I look forward to it. Take care. Have a great rest of the week. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.